0: exactly Com right now for a discount so you can live Clareton clear use as directed
1: I'm sitting there and I feel someone take my hand as Aww. I'm oh, as I'm weeping oh, in my, so my hand and I look over and she's holding my hand and I drilling look down. over with like tears drilling down my eyes and she just looks at me she doesn't even ask me what my name is and she was like I don't know you but we're gonna get through this together <gasps>
0: Welcome back to Happy and Healthy, everybody. I'm your host, Janina Amopola. And if you're watching the YouTube or Spotify, you can see that I'm greeted by some amazing Okay, so we have Angela. We have Ari. Do you prefer to go by Ari? Ari, yes. Ari, yes. Ari, yes? No, No, no. she's saying Ari, Ari, yes. Ari, yes. We're having some struggles with pronouncing names. Ari, yes. yes? When did did that nickname come about? Okay, (laughs) Ariel. Really and, drunk. of course, <laughs> Madison Pruitt. Madison! <laughs> we're going to call full names. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to full names. So uh, this is a fun little collab that we're doing yeah. today. Um, if you're new to my page, I post every Tuesday, and my podcast is just Happy and Healthy. But we are joined with... Girls Gone Bible, hi, hi, hi guys. guys, Maddie Pruitt, Woo! and we're really excited because um, I reached out to y'all, and yeah. I was like, we've got to make this a collab, but then you had said you already listened to my podcast beforehand. I did,
2: yeah. So when I, it had probably been a year that I was listening to Happy and Healthy, learning so much from you, and I remember when we started Girls Gone Bible, I showed Ari, and I was like, there's this girl, she's Christian. <laughs> she, so cute. I was like, I have so much respect for this girl, because she's such a good godly woman and such a good example of... What it's like to be a Christian yeah. woman, and so I loved you. you so much already. Loved so in the past tense? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I <laughs> love. Just like, and then <laughs> I, I met you. <laughs> 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 we actually, you wouldn't believe it. We only met last night. <laughs> last night. I already. feel like I've
1: known them my whole life. Yeah. Forever. It was so God as ordained.
2: So, as so, yeah, we traveled to Texas. Yeah. yeah. Thank la- you, guys you guys for doing yesterday. that. Of course. They're and moving
0: here, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're my speaking it. here. We keep saying that. We're like, we we proclaim your husband here. Yeah. Guys, I'm losing my best friend to Texas. No, you're coming with her. I lost mine to Waco, so I. You. We got on <laughs> Zoom and like instantly clicked. And then yeah. right after that, I like texted Maddie and I was like, okay, you're coming on the podcast too yeah. because... Y'all are best friends. We're best friends. Yeah. I was like, this is just gonna fit, yeah. and so we got dinner last night, and we just could not shut up. No, you know? like literally, we kept from the each moment other we off, sat it's down. Best. It's
3: like, tell me everything. Tell me your life yeah. story. Tell it me everything so you've ever done. <laughs> the best. And
0: what we
2: realized too is that me and Maddie are so similar. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then and then we're Janine similar. And Aria are
0: so so <laughs> similar, yeah. and it's so, so cool. It's so
3: cute. It's amazing.
0: So this has just been like a long overdue. But y'all are new in this space. So yeah. how long have you been doing Girls Gone Bible?
2: Do we start it so
0: we started girls gone
2: bible in may yeah i think we posted like our first f- this past may yeah. recent. what like the end of may i believe was our first video so i started posting videos on tiktok um, about at the beginning of this year so only i think i started right after christmas it was like january and i started posting um on tiktok i had never been like a tiktoker at all or posted videos on it but i started talking about jesus and i would read little parts mm-hmm. of the Bible, and I would just explain it, and I would just kind of talk about mm-hmm. it, and when I saw that they were doing so well, and the people were engaged, and I've never had like really a social media presence like that, so then when I saw all this happening, and I, I really was so embarrassed when I first started posting <laughs> on TikTok about Jesus, I, th- I remember the first video I posted, I was freaking out. I was like, this is so embarrassing. You didn't want to do it, though. I didn't. What
1: happened was, is you were speaking scripture over me, yeah, and it was changing my life so rapidly, Mm. and I was like, Angela, you need to put this online for everyone Mm. to see. You need to change people like you're changing me. That's what happened. Yeah, she
2: really encouraged me so much, and and I was like, but Ari, that's so, like, (laughs) I know that I love God, Mm. and I know that I know Jesus, but other people maybe don't, they would never think that I'm qualified to do that. I'm not going to do that, and she's like, you better Go on. <laughs> Come go and on. And that. That's why you need some Jesus. good, golly, best yes. friends. And she yeah. believed that yeah. I, you know, that I I was capable and that I I deserve to go and talk about Jesus mm-hmm. like that. And so mm, then wow. I started it started getting some traction. And I went to Ari and I was like, let's do a podcast. Well, we have a whole. Yeah, thing wait, about a whole it. yeah there's a whole story. But I was like do you want to go and do a podcast and she was like i've been thinking about it too the conversations that we're having in private Mm. let's go see what happens
1: and we had been ministering girls like the girls in la around us Mm. yeah and they were just like you guys are really helping us a lot and we were like we need to help everyone Mm. and get the word out Yeah. yeah
0: i love that because it started from an organic healthy place yeah. yeah i think a lot of times like people will just start a podcast just for the sake of starting totally. a podcast. like it's like the yeah. thing to do yeah and so i people be like i want to start a podcast i'm like okay what do you want to talk about they're like i have no idea yeah, yeah. i'm like, i'm not shaming you if you want to yeah. do that but no, i'm like totally. i think it's cool that you guys came from like okay we have a message and a story to share and yeah. god was already speaking to you mm-hmm. and you're already doing this off camera. Like, I, I think was that's gonna what say, matters yeah, is offline. Already we talk about
3: that. that all the time. Like, who you are in private is who you're gonna be in public, exactly. and that's why it's so important mm-hmm. off camera, off social media to be abiding and to mm-hmm. be spending time in the word Absolutely. and having those so good. godly conversations because then it's like, okay, put a camera on us, like, nothing's changing. It's not like we're flipping a light switch and all of a sudden, right. like, we are reading the Bible. Exactly. I love that it started for y'all, like, off or, camera.
0: If people aren't already. You know having that abiding time with jesus offline yeah. then you get in the public eye and you like freak out oh, totally like, yeah. i don't know how to handle this this is too much it's yeah like you gotta know yourself absolutely. offline first and yeah have a good relationship with god first offline Otherwise, absolutely pe- the comments will get to you like we all know mm-hmm. we've all been in the public 100%. eye for a bit and like those comments they'll get you yeah mm-hmm. well i what you said about how a
2: lot of people just want to start a podcast we know that podcasts now are like the most oversaturated yeah. industry and I, me and Ari say it all the time. Like we never wanted to be podcast. We still don't even consider ourselves podcasters. We don't uh, consider our, like we have a podcast because yeah. we want to talk about Jesus, because yeah. we want to talk about the Bible. And so, if for some reason Girls Gone Bible were to end, we would not be like, okay, we need a new idea for a podcast. Mm. We'd be like, all right, where are we going to do ministry next? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not about yeah. the podcast. Totally. We just we the podcast is a means in which to spread the gospel, and that's all that matters to us. Yeah, yeah. that's Good. Yeah.
0: So before we get more into this, um, for those watching, we are going to have two parts. Yeah. So one will be on y'all's channel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then obviously this one on mine. And I want to get y'all's bios in a second. But also my best friend, she recently released her second Let's book. Go. I <laughs> right did. Here. The love that everybody wants. Give us again. What is this book about? Who's it for? Why? Yeah.
3: So I started writing this book single and honestly just to like it was therapy for mm-hmm. myself. And I was so frustrated and angry because it felt like everybody else was getting married. It felt like everybody else was where I wanted to be. And I was getting angry with the Lord. Like, when is, you know, this going to happen for me? And feeling like I was the problem. I was like, Mm -hmm. is there something wrong with me? I began to question myself, question my worth, question my value. And I remember it's when we were living together and I was in my room and I was crying one night. And it was when the Lord just spoke to me like, Maddie, you are looking for the right thing in all the wrong places. Like Mm -hmm. you're trying to find divinity and humanity. You're trying to find your purpose in a person. You're trying to find someone that will meet every need and longing of your heart and that will make you feel less lonely and more whole. And only I can do that. Mm -hmm. And then I began to just, like, start thriving. I feel like then we started thriving in singleness. Thriving. I mean, we were living – we literally could have had thriving our own reality. <laughs> I was like, the Holy Spirit did <laughs> be calling us out. We were thriving a little too much. Yeah. But, no, we were – I mean, we were just so content in the yeah. season of singleness that we were in, and we were surrounding ourselves with great community yeah. and just building healthy habits. Yeah. Like, truly – um, and so I'm super grateful for that, but I really got to write this, this book from the vantage point of single and miserable to single and thriving to mm-hmm. then meeting Grant and, You know, dating this person and evaluating, is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? To then engagement, to then marriage. I finished the book, you know, two months after being married and realized the same message applies even within the context of marriage. But the whole heart behind it is just like what you're looking for is already yours. And it's not found in a spouse. It's not found in a job. It's not found in fame. It's not found in money. It's not found in anything this world can give you. It's only found in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And really tackling like lots of different, you know, cultural norms and phrases and ideologies technology like you know pick me and drive before you buy and yeah. you know he completes me and all these different things and really tackling those ideas with biblical truths and principles while also sharing my own testimony you yeah. know I definitely failed a lot and learned a lot along the way and so I'm super vulnerable in this book it you was are. really scary you which you have pushed I'm me so, so much Janina's pushed yeah. me so much and just like being vulnerable and knowing that people connect with your weaknesses and yeah. people connect when you're like hey I, I messed up like yeah. I was not perfect in this area and it's through feeling that like the Holy Spirit met me where I was at and you know gave me the strength to keep going and called me out and called me higher. And so I'm super honest and vulnerable in this book and you know talk about all the things from you know finding confidence and identity Mm -hmm. um, in Christ to how to date in purity to what to look for in a spouse to how to do singleness well, you know, and all the things. So it's it's really fun. I'm I'm so excited. It's out of you.
0: I've been reading it. I'm like six chapters in and like it's so cool even like hearing new stories that i haven't heard from you and yeah your vulnerability is like it's so amazing because again that's how people connect is like oh she's not miss perfect person like maybe all this can portray online it's yeah. like no we've all got our crap we've got our yeah. things our baggage our stories and it's just to show people like God redeems, God saves God. This is the reason why you have a book is because God set you free and yeah. he showed you there's a better way. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's also what we can all bond over mm-hmm. is we were in darkness and then God mm-hmm. was like, no, there's a better way. Yeah. And then he opened our eyes. 100%. And that's why we all do what we do now because we want people to see there is a better way. way. Better way. 100%. Let yeah. me
1: tell you, this book, <laughs> I'm not a reader. I don't read. <laughs> I'll read two chapters and then I'm over it. I started reading your book And I'm not kidding you, I finished it in two days. It was like God was speaking to me. You had Mm -hmm. me laughing, you had me crying, you had me looking up to God. It makes me want to cry as I say this, being like, "Thank you, Jesus. This book came into my life mm-hmm. at such a perfect time, and it is going to free so many mm-hmm. girls and women. Mm-hmm. You are an example to women, young girls, and thank you, Jesus, for you because th- for both of you, truly, for both of yeah. you guys. But this, yeah, this book is—it's so incredible, and it helped me so much. So I thank you, that, you guys. Y'all are the best. I Go did not it. ask you <laughs> <them> to say <laughs> any of no. this, and y'all are amazing. Yeah. You know, I buy it. Thank you. So it, proud it, of you Maddie. Yeah, it's
3: just the Holy Spirit and I this book is saturated in prayer and Janina stood by my side through a lot of it I'm just like, "Hey, let's pray over this thing." And mm-hmm. I got off social media for a month and I was like, "Hey, I'm just going to fast and pray." Yeah. And that when people read this book, it's not my words that move them, but it it's the Holy Spirit that moves them and it takes them to the word and the yeah. book that will change their life, which is the Bible. Yeah. Um and so anyways, but yeah, Love it. it's fun. so proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Okay.
4: Listen, guys, Janine and I have been married for six months. And the reason why it is a beautiful marriage, it's because of Thrive Market. Thrive Market, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. We genuinely love you so much because of Thrive Market. We're able to save so much time through ordering all our grocery and household essentials through the app or website. Uh, Guys, it's just a huge stress relief. And you guys also know I have gut issues, like really, really, really bad. So finding you know food with top quality ingredients is super crucial for me. And Thrive Market not only does that, but they restrict a, over a thousand harmful ingredients like artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, and a lot more. And guys, when if your parents and you have you need to find organic kid snack, they have low sugar alternatives and high protein essentials. Jenny and I are also training for our marathon, so it is so beneficial that we can find all of our protein options and snacks through Thrive Market. And guys, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy. Thrivemarket.com slash healthy.
0: So- I want to hear more of y'all's stories because yeah. obviously yeah. we got dinner last night Yeah, and we went into it and like y'all's stories are powerful. So good. Yeah. And they're so good. And I think like my followers have heard my story enough and we'll share mine on y'all's yeah, podcast. Definitely. But yeah. Yeah. I want to hear more of like y'all's stories of like how you came to know Jesus. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. why Jesus?
2: I grew up um, with a mom who's very religious. She loved Jesus. I told you guys a little bit about this. So I'm mm-hmm. Albanian and um, back when my mom was a little girl, she was living in communism, and they weren't allowed to practice Christianity. They weren't allowed to have Bibles. So the only Jesus my mom knew was through her mom. Mm-hmm. And so my mom, she grew up, my mom um, just basically being with her siblings in a house, hush-hush, learning about Jesus, the our Savior, the man who um, was sent by God to die for our sins and rose again three days later. And, but that's the extent that she knew. She had never read the Bible or anything. Wow. So I grew up kind of in the same situation, going to Catholic school and all that, but I never read the Bible, but I knew Jesus. And I had a relationship with him. And I was really spiritual as a kid. And when I got into like middle school and high school, mm-hmm. I started to act out a little bit. I started being an extremely rebellious kid. Mm-hmm. And when I was in high school, I started to um, engage in like drinking and mm-hmm. going to parties and just like a lot of things at a young age. And then um, throughout that, I barely had a spiritual life because, as you guys know, alcohol will cloud your spiritual yeah, life, and it can testify. Really <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah, hard yeah. to hear God when you are under the influence of anything. Yeah. Um, and then so as I got older, I would like be in and out of the faith, in and out of my relationship with God. And then when I got to college, I started to experience extreme, extreme anxiety. Mm. I started to have panic attacks for the first time in my life. Mm. I was having, I told you guys last night, fears, wow. phobias. I couldn't drive on the highway because I thought I was going to get hurt. I couldn't be on a fourth floor balcony because I thought I was going to, f- be pushed off, I don't know like wow. random yeah. fears we know what the enemy does like we know that uh, the number one way that he keeps us down is through fear mm-hmm. yep. because when you are stuck in fear you cannot do anything for mm-hmm. the kingdom of God and so I was just plagued with all this is so much spiritual warfare but I did not know what was happening yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that I was weird and at the time too th- it wasn't like as much of a conversation as it is now about mental health so I truly thought that I was alone in it mm-hmm. and so the only thing I I knew to do the only thing that made me feel better was self-medicating with alcohol Mm. and I was never even like a big partier at all I literally just wanted to feel better I wanted Mm. them to quiet down like I wanted the OCD obsessive compulsive thoughts to to calm down and so I started self-medicating with alcohol and at that point zero relationship with Jesus Mm. I mean I was gone I was so far from him I didn't know him The people that I had around me were not good. It was just all about, I was so engulfed in darkness Mm -hmm. that I, I I mean, I like, I I feel so sorry for myself during that Mm -hmm. time because I was just, I was scared. I was fearful and I, I, all I wanted was to feel better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then so a God sent angel into my life. My mom met my pastor Socrates in Florida and he started calling me when I was in California and he would call me every day and I would tell him what was going on and he would just pray for me Mm. and he would encourage me to pray for myself and he's the one who taught me how to really pray for myself. Because throughout my life my mom covered me in prayer. She prayed for me my whole life but I never, I would call her to pray for me. I, I didn't know how to pray for myself. And then through, socrates ministering to me and like kind of discipling me he would just be like pray pray and i started praying relentlessly for myself on my knees every day praying and Mm. it took a while god didn't do it overnight but on thanksgiving 2019 i was 23 years old and i picked up my last drink put it down and i never picked it up again. wow
3: praise god
2: and it was so supernatural. Mm. It was so by the strength. It was certainly not by my strength or not m- my might, because I, anybody mm. else in the position that I was in, would have had to go to therapy yeah. or a program or something, some type of help. I put it down, and I don't I came into alignment with God that mm. it was done. It was done. Mm -hmm. He had been working on me. It didn't happen overnight because I was praying for a while. Mm. And then all of a sudden, when the time was right, when I was ready, when it was right for him, we came into agreement and I stopped. And then it was like for the next year, I was healing. My body was healing. My mind was healing. My spiritual life was like coming alive again. And I developed a beautiful relationship with Jesus. And he was pursuing me so hard I was listening to sermons I was listening to worship music I started journaling to Jesus all of a sudden like I would just be like dear Jesus all day just talking to him all day and then but when my life really changed was when I went into like a total isolation season. I went through a breakup, um, and it was it's the always f- the breakup. It's I always oh the breakup. Well, yeah, glow, glow ups, glow in <laughs> <laughs> Jesus' name, yeah, you I know. They <laughs> <work though>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. It was the first time because I was with somebody for two years, and I I loved the guy, but it wasn't. I I knew it wasn't the one and it was the first time Mm. that I because I had heard God's voice my whole life, but I wasn't always obedient to it. And Mm. I didn't even necessarily know it was God's voice. I thought maybe it was my parents voice in my head or just like my moral compass telling me what to do. But it was the first time that I actively went against my flesh, went against my own will to pursue God's, Mm. and it was the first time where I said I'm gonna go completely against what is familiar and comfortable and Mm. good for me, what I think is good for me, and I'm gonna do what you're asking me to do, and I'm gonna lay it down. So good. I laid it down, year of isolation. I was living in my new place for the first time, living alone, living in my new place. And I, I told you guys last night, I had a Bible next to my bed, and I loved it. I didn't know what was inside, but <laughs> I loved it. I held it in such <laughs> it high cute. regard. <laughs> yeah. I would, like, touch it sometimes, like, I love you, Jesus. Because <laughs> I thought that, would, that
3: was <laughs> I'm not going to read about yeah. you, but I love you. <laughs> <Exactly>.
2: <laughs> I didn't even know. Like, I didn't know yeah. the word. I didn't know what was in it. And I knew the gospel by hearing it and by being in a Catholic church, mm. you know? And then... One day, I finally opened the Bible, and I I had gotten a study Bible, and I opened it, and I opened it to John. And Mm. for the first time (coughs) in my life, the veil was torn down. Mm. My eyes were open. I saw the truth. (coughs) And in an instant, it was like truly in an instant, I loved God, I loved people, and Mm -hmm. I loved the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I could never be the same again. And I was reading throughout John, and I, and I I I remember feeling like my whole life, N- in the best way possible, was a lie. Everything that I thought mm. I knew was a lie, mm. and I had the truth in front of me. I had come home to the truth. I was free, and I was like just reading all throughout, the uh, just reading the gospel for the first time being like, For God so loved the world, he sent his only son, that we should not perish, but have everlasting Mm. life. And then when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody gets to the Father except through me. And I had finally made sense that he is the only way. Christianity is the only way. Everything else that we think it is not the way, and you will not get there Mm. except through Jesus. And then... When he says the truth will set you free i finally put it together that jesus the word god he is the truth this is Mm -hmm. why i'm free this is why i feel free because i've received him Mm -hmm. in this way and i just reading that's why we're so passionate about the bible and why we call it girls gone bible (laughs) because so good you can't i can't ever go back to not reading the Mm -hmm. word it's my life Mm -hmm. i go one day without reading the word
0: and it is oh yeah very messed up yeah. we, we talk were talking about, about that, that yeah.
3: earlier I'm like my husband right. and I uh, we can't even talk without it, being in our word 100% first.
0: I'm a rump I am no. mean <laughs> I am selfish yeah. I am like I impatient mean. I feel like husband.
3: you're moody I'm mean yeah Yeah. Mean. <laughs> you're yeah. moody <laughs> you're an emotional one podcasting. I we yeah and moody and mean, mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. without Jesus? Moody and mean? mean. Literally. Um, it's yeah. so true. God, that's the power of the Bible. Yeah. And it's just so cool because, you know, it really took, like, one person in your life. Like, yeah. that's the power of one person. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we were that one person for somebody mm-hmm. in our lives. Like, Socrates. I love yeah. that name, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, so like, so like, like yes, yeah, so whatever you challenge. say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, he prayed for you, and he taught you how to pray. And, like, yeah. I had a mentor in my life do that for me. And it takes one person yeah. to open your eyes, open your heart, and then they point you to the bible and i mean i'm just seeing so many stories because the Mm bible is powerful they read the bible and their eyes are are open their the veil has been torn whatever and they're like oh my gosh and god reveals himself to the person in the bible because it Mm -hmm. says the bible is alive and active today and it is it still will it, it, it is it always will be and so it's just really cool that. and you're so like I know you're, there's something about her right she's mm-hmm. so yeah. angelic and mm-hmm. like oh my gosh. at peace and you're so calm and like mm-hmm. I always felt that energy through you guys on your podcast mm-hmm. or you guys just you just love Jesus and yeah. like despite what anybody says the comments whatever like we are sitting with you guys in the flesh
3: and we yeah. know you guys love Jesus you carry the you Holy Spirit you hunger and thirst for righteousness mm-hmm. like truly everything. I think of that you know Matthew 5 verse it's like blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for, righteousness, for they will be filled yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like you see that like you guys are filled like but you are filled are so you're stylish. not striving or searching or proving or trying to find that in something else you're like he has fully met every need and every desire and he set me free and it's just so beautiful it's beautiful Mm -hmm. to see it's just like even we went home and like we were just like talking it's like encouraging to just like see two people just hungry for more of Jesus like even asking us questions like what do you think about this what do you think about that and I love that about you guys like you want to grow and you're hungry to like be the best that you can be in Jesus and I just love that. Yeah. So yeah. good.
2: We, I mean, yeah, we love him so much. There's no denying <laughs> that. <We laughs> I think, too, that's why, like, with, with the pot, we're just, like, we're we learning. know. Yeah, and we just know that the basis of it is how much we love Jesus. Yeah. And so after that, we're not, because we when we started it, we were so, it was a lot. It was very heavy. Thank mm-hmm. God we have mm-hmm. each other, because I told Ari the other day, like, this would feel Really, really heavy if I was alone, but mm-hmm. because I have you, totally it's less that I have to carry. I you love know? you know so much. We cry all day together. <laughs> we <laughs> cry, that's all we do. We just cry <laughs> and no, read the Bible. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> and so, but like we yeah. and so, but because it's all about Jesus, it's like I don't like who I don't as long as I'm doing what I need to do and actively pursuing Jesus all day, every day, which is truly what we do, like the podcast will take care of itself. Yeah. Amen. We don't do anything for it. Yeah. We don't we don't try, yeah. we don't think, we don't totally. like plan. We don't plan. Literally, the week of we we pray and we say, Jesus, like, you know. put it on our mm-hmm. hearts. What do you want us to talk about? And mm. we'll think of something. Identity, fear, prayer. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and you know, then totally. he'll give us the
0: scripture to read. And mm. Yeah. So good. Yeah, letting the Lord just anoint it and yeah, carry so it. Yeah, so good. That's so good. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Yeah. Okay, hero. So yeah.
1: I, so I would say that I always loved God. But mm. the problem was is I was so dependent upon myself that yeah. I didn't know him. I didn't mm. grow up in a Christian family, mm. so I didn't know to lean on him or the ho- how the Holy Spirit dwells within you and can help you and free you. And so I would say that I lived my life very with with an emptiness inside of me. I had chronic depression. Mm. I was lost, and I had put my identity into everything but God. Mm-hmm. And so God had brought me through a season where I was – Completely heartbroken Mm -hmm. to the point where I couldn't even go from the bed to the shower. I was completely isolated had no identity no purpose. I just was I was lost Mm -hmm. and so I just remember going into this church and getting on my hands and knees and just bleeding out everything Mm -hmm. and being like God I hate this. Mm -hmm. Why is this happening like I am so lost and I just could hear the Lord being like, knowing why this is gonna happen isn't going to change you, mm-hmm. but knowing me well.
3: Wow. Yeah. Amen.
1: That's a bar. And um and yeah, and in that moment, because it, it was a course of like five months where I just was struggling and trying to depend on myself and mm-hmm. get through it and the thoughts were just so overbearing and I couldn't handle it anymore like yeah. truly I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and I didn't wow. think I was going to make it through and my family and friends didn't think I was going to make it through either
2: No, I it really. Was there were moments that I was really concerned yeah it was
1: it was a very scary time but when i saw what god was doing in my life when i finally submitted to him i knew he's a god of compassion and so i know i knew i just had to be still and i knew And I just want to express, too, that when I finally submitted to him, it wasn't that he took the pain away. Mm -hmm. It was so crucial that he kept me in that pain because it truly did develop me into the woman that I am. And I wouldn't be able to sit here and be vulnerable and speak my truth. Mm -hmm. And it really helped me find him. He didn't get me through the pain, but he was with me through it. Mm -hmm. And and in those moments, that's truly when I found him. Mm -hmm. And it... Freed me. He has changed my life. Mm. And that's why I am so relentless with helping girls and people because I was someone who knew nothing about Mm. the Bible. I knew nothing about God. Mm. I didn't grow up. I I mean, uh, my whole life, I'm just like trying to get through everything on my own. I can do it. I can get through this. So I lived a life of truly being just feeling so empty and depressed and lost mm. and i was like is this it? is yeah. this what my life is going to be mm. like? Yeah. i mean this can't be it, right? and um when i when i found god and found that y- our identity is in him and and not my whole life i'm like putting my identity into men into into my career and god he changed my life and mm. i just love him so much. Amen. he changed yeah. my life you guys. And yeah, that's my story. It's so good. Yeah. Love I love yeah. your vulnerability, inspires me. Thank you yeah. so much. Like it, it inspires so, me. No, truly. Day.
3: It's so beautiful. Like you I mean, you were joking earlier about that she wears her heart on her sleeve. She does. But yeah. I'm just like, that is what is going to connect with so many people yeah. and so many people that are listening right now mm-hmm. that like are just in that really dark place that don't feel the light at the end of the tunnel and are truly asking like Mm -hmm. is there more to life like I don't know if I can do this anymore Yeah. like I'm sure there are many listening who have had suicidal thoughts or in such deep depression that feel hopeless and like just hearing like I think about that revelation verse it's like we overcome by the power of the blood and by the word of our testimony it's by the blood of Jesus and it's by the word of our testimony Mm -hmm. that people experience freedom and overcome the darkness and the lies of the enemy and I think sharing our story and sharing our testimonies like bring true freedom to people Absolutely. and so thank y'all so much for yeah
1: and I just chores. remember being in church and being like God who do you want me to be where do you want me to go like what do you want for me and I had to be so patient and I love in your book like the, mm. the waiting yeah. the way you have to be patient and wait and I just prayed for I, what I wanted I prayed for the friendships shortly mm. after that he brought me my best friend who I call my angel she saved oh, my life so she sweet. saved my life and she introduced me to the Bible and and then we started reading Bible together. Aww. And that, what you said earlier, how the Bible changed your life, that is the truth. And yeah. that is what freed me. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I love that you spoke to that me. because I think one of the biggest questions, like I at least
3: get asked, and I'm sure you do too, mm-hmm. like people see Janine and I together all the time. And they're like, where do I find like a best friend like yeah. that? Like, yeah. how do I find, you know, someone that will challenge me in the word and call me higher and push me closer to Jesus? And I think a lot of people are really hungry for that. Yeah. Yeah. People ask us people all the time. It. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think there's an epidemic of loneliness and is. isolation. I mean, I was isolated for a good bit. I feel like I relate to y'all's stories. I have so many different, like, segments where I'm like, oh, I felt that, I felt I that know. too. Like, yeah. oh, that's how God but works. But God also, we, like, I know the enemy can isolate you, but God can use isolation totally. a lot. It's like, it's in those lonely moments. Um, you can meet God so much in the loneliness because, like, yeah. you're by yourself, and then it's just you and your Bible, and you're like, God, who are you? I had mm-hmm. an exact moment, lived alone, went through a really bad breakup, same thing, and that was when the Lord just spoke to me and then I met Maddie shortly after that yeah. and like I think those kingdom friendships are, pe- are people that you've got to pray for yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then but sometimes God just blesses you with them like I didn't even know I needed a Maddie in my life mm-hmm. until God was like here you go you yeah. need a Maddie yeah. and I'm sure you guys have this similar story of like you didn't know it until you got it yeah, yeah. so
2: funny is so for a while I had been walking with God kind of alone like i'm always i go to church like three times a week like i'll go anywhere Mm. that they're preaching the bible like i don't care um but for a long time i had only friends that wanted to be believers were kind of believers Mm. i have so many friends of uh, different religions and and who are non-believers but i felt like every friend that i had i was always pouring into i didn't necessarily feel like i had a friend like a girl my age like one of my girlfriends to pour into me I have my mom I have my pastors Mm -hmm. I have mentors but like I didn't really have anyone that I felt could pour into me and I thought that that was okay I was like that's okay that's I have enough to give other people that Mm. I don't really need anybody Mm -hmm. to do that for me I had no idea that I needed Ari (laughs) and even if she wasn't like necessarily like you know ahead of me in the faith or whatever like she is able to I always say this because Ari is so good at expressing herself and Mm. she so wears her heart on her sleeve I tend to like suffer in silence. Mm. I will like we talked about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, like, yep. We ha- yeah, we we will oftentimes pretend like everything is okay because yeah. we want. It, but for me at least, like I want it to be okay. So you okay. want to have that
3: that image, and you want other people to see you as that. But it's so true. Like shame spreads yeah. in secrecy, yeah. and sin festers in isolation. And yeah. and when you keep things in the dark, but Absolutely. we but we lie to ourselves and tell ourselves like we can't let anybody in. We can't tell people. Yeah, yeah
2: I just yeah, my, I I just like I want to be I want to be happy be so bad sometimes i'm like i'm just gonna i'm gonna push i'm gonna like basically put it in a in a box put it over here and like live outside of it, like yeah. I'm not even yeah. gonna touch it. And um, but Ari is the only person, and I can fool everybody, like yeah. I really can. Ari's <laughs> the one person who will look at me and yep. be like, "What's up?" Yes. <laughs> you yeah, yeah.
0: Maddie's right. like, "How are you?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: "Yeah." Instantly last yeah. night, I'm yeah. like, "How's your heart?" And she's like, "Well, how am I? How is my heart?" <laughs> I don't know. She's like, "I don't that. know." Like, wait, let me have a second. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it's but yeah when you, you need have those people. Like
0: genuinely be like, "Yeah, how are you?" Yeah, she just everyone's like, "How are you?" and I'm good. Okay, good. Bye. Yeah, and then the follow-up
3: of like how's yeah. your heart okay why like why We're why why, why are you good like. Yeah. like why are you not good yeah it's like why
0: i
1: don't know yeah. she like keep trying to get to the yeah. root into the root into the root it's, it's, so it's important. like And it's important, too, because I I, during that time I was meeting friends, but they thought I was losing my mind because (laughs) they weren't Mm. they weren't (laughs) Christian. So I just kept praying, please bring me a godly friend like myself. Mm. And it's so important to have godly friendships that you can pray for that when you're down, Mm. you can say, hey, can we just pray for each other? Can we just read the word together? It's Mm. so important to have those godly friendships. Yeah. James
3: 516.
1: I mean, literally confess
3: and pray pray with each other that's how we experience healing like how crazy is that that scripture literally tells us like pray and confess to one another and that is where you experience healing and it's so true it's like when you bring things into the light and you find another godly you know believer to be like hey pray over me that is where truly we start feeling and experiencing healing Mm -hmm. and I I think that's one of the most powerful things about having a god-fearing you know friend Mm -hmm. and believer is just like man accountability but also a safe place for confession Uh of like hey I'm believing this lie right now like I'll literally just text Janine sometimes and be like hey um, I'm believing this lie and she's like why are you believing this lie where did it where did it come from and then she'll just literally call me and be like let me pray over you Mm. and I just think that's so powerful to like even before it turns into like a sin or a belief it's like even at the thought level of being like here's a thought that I'm having and I'm gonna confess it to you and like Pray over me. Yeah, when
0: I confessed something to you last night and she literally yeah. made me shake hands with her. She's like, you're never doing that again. Yeah, Look at me in the face and <laughs> shake my hand. I was like, okay, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's, that's no so good. Really. That's so good. But like,
0: I think I was just going to say like, Okay, I think there's a moment where you can be isolated with the Lord, but you can't stay there. Yeah. So I think it's, like, important to have your quiet times and have moments with the Lord where you're really just like, God, I need you. Because I think that is the tough part about being a Christian female or just a Christian in general is you're going to have to shed some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I've shed people. I'm sure we've all been through that. And it's a weird balance of, like, I love them. I'm not trying to be mean and judgmental, but I need to be challenged. I need to be called higher. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, kind of going into, like, a hiding for a bit. And then eventually being like, okay, God, I need people. I need someone yeah. to, like, pull me out of this and then now do this life with me, which is what it seems like we've all found, yeah. which is yeah. so amazing because you can't stay in isolation. Like, no. there's no way we can continue to grow, do this life no. without accountability, friendships, people yeah. calling us higher, calling us out. Like, it is literally make or break Yeah, in yeah this faith.
1: I always say God wants nothing more for us to have friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, we are called to be in communion with yeah. people. So, yeah, I honestly, just pray, pray for friendships, yeah. like pray. I was so relentless with prayer with my friendships. Mm. That was the number one thing I needed. And he brought me it so fast. And we mm. have
2: the funniest story of meeting as oh, well. Oh yeah. We didn't hear this yesterday. <laughs> it was, okay. So <laughs> we were, we met on a job, we met on a modeling job and I take it away. Where were you? go? It was Ari's birthday. Oh yeah.
1: We, um, we were both at a job. It was my birthday. I was down bad. I mean, I was getting my makeup done and I had cried it off four times Mm -hmm. and I was just like I couldn't even get through it and I just had a mental breakdown (laughs) thank god I did because if I wasn't as vulnerable as I was I don't think that we would have connected like we did I mean
2: so I walked in that day and I saw and I saw Ari sitting and she was and I saw her crying and I saw her not well and I like I'm I'm a people person but I'm also like not that extroverted like I don't (laughs) typically just go (laughs) talk to random people but I saw her crying so I went and I don't know what obviously the Holy Spirit was like, go talk to this girl. Mm. So I went and I
1: sat next to her and I was like, No, you didn't even say anything. I'm sitting there and I feel someone take my hand as I'm as I'm weeping in my my hands. (laughs) And I look over and she's holding my hand and I I had to double look at to cry. Hold my hand. Yeah, (laughs) hold mine right now. Like, should we hold this? Because you don't you don't you don't find that in LA. And so I look over with like tears drooling down my eyes and she just looks at me she doesn't even ask me what my name is and she was like i don't know you but we're going to get through this together <gasps> and I, and i, I, and, I di- and i and i'm thinking to myself is this an angel or is this <laughs> yeah real life right <laughs> she's now
0: she's
3: like poking her <laughs> <laughs> are you real <laughs> are you <disappear>? here
1: <laughs> and I in, in the industry
0: y'all are yeah, in. like yeah. so i mean for people that don't know you guys are both actresses yeah. and you're in hollywood you still live in la Yeah. and i'm sure that's very difficult you know i lived out there but i wasn't like in it in it mm. like y'all
2: yeah, the thing about us is like we are I we're in the industry but we're not in the scene. We at live all. in a
1: bubble. We we
2: <laughs> live in a bubble of us and a few other Christian friends honestly and like we don't we don't go out. We don't mm-hmm. really do. So we're not necessarily in the scene but we've se- we have been. Yeah. We've seen a lot. And yeah. it's
1: tough even driving around the streets of LA. Mm-hmm. The yeah, energy, it's, we're it's like really tired <laughs> and
2: Yeah, it's dark. It's it's yeah. a little scary and you really um, like how you said earlier, like you can't live in an isolation mm-hmm. forever. And mm-hmm. I know when I went through my isolation period, it's because I had a lot to break off. God had a lot of people to remove from my yeah. life. Mm. And I was always somebody who really struggled letting go of people. Like I come from a family and a culture where we're ride or die. Mm. Like we yeah. don't let go. We don't give up. And while that's beautiful, it's not realistic. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's biblical either. Yeah, healthy. God yeah. No. Um, and so when I really stepped into my walk with God, I really had to start letting people go. Mm. And um, what's the beautiful thing about living with God and like working with the Holy Spirit is that I've been able to let go of friendships very kindly and in a way that doesn't end up in flames or doesn't Mm. end up in drama or Mm. anything bad i think sometimes just there's like a natural separation that will happen when you let god do his work within your relationships that doesn't have to be dramatic Mm -hmm. or have tension or anything like that um and i've gotten really content that like i i love so many people and i have so many friends i don't hang out with that many people on a regular basis one I am just I'm too busy with God like we are so like I'm I'm too busy with God that's That's gonna be my new bio I'm too busy with God don't even bother (laughs) that I just like I I don't necessarily have time for things that are not godly like yeah. i can't compromise my totally. time to like entertain things that i know aren't good for me and aren't good for my relationship with we God talk a lot
1: about that we're like we don't have anything in common now we it go to dinner so true though it yeah you yeah. yeah. have to
2: be honest about it because when you really get in the faith like you will yeah. not have There's a lot a of things a in natural
0: common. drift that just happens and yeah. it sucks when you feel it because yeah, yeah. i have people in my life where i'm like ooh, like we used to be besties or like people that you know you would party with or whatever and then you grow they they grow or maybe they're stagnant and you just start to feel this Mm -hmm. and you're like i can't do anything about this like i'm trying to change my life and grow my faith and like if they're not there's just going to be a natural rift and Mm -hmm. it's Mm true it's not something to like you know condemn them about and it's hopefully it's it's hopefully a way that they feel called higher or convicted or like okay obviously they're going on a better path like i want that yeah. and that's kind of the goal you know mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah but it's hard when you feel that riff sometimes because you're yeah. like you don't want to make them feel like i'm better than you because mm-hmm. that's what we're saying yeah, yeah. but they'll sometimes maybe perceive it as that and you're yeah. like no like i'm doing this because like i feel called to like yeah. i'm supposed to do this yeah. So yeah yeah that's tough
2: i think there's definitely a way to go about things that's really com- be having so much compassion for people mm-hmm. that they don't feel judged by you but also being truthful to where they feel inspired mm-hmm. I think it's asking God for wisdom and for totally. just his spirit to f- because I like while the spirit of God will offend people I also think it will inspire yeah, so yeah people. so whenever I am in a situation where I don't want the other person to feel judged I just ask God to come in and I lead with kindness and I think you just have to have an air about you that isn't judgmental yeah. and people, you know, and like you can reach people better right. that way. It's a
1: beautiful thing. I've had the same friends since I was just a kid. And when they saw how much God was moving in my life, it's brought them all to God. Yeah, and that it is amazing. the most is beautiful amazing, yeah. thing. Yeah, mm. it's beautiful how you can bring people to God. Well, yeah. that's
2: the best way to spread the gospel. Yeah, it's not by, um, you know just sitting there and reciting scripture to people it's living
3: in a living way it out. yeah and so obey the commands that you're yeah. reading about yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing is like there's so many people and we all can be like hypocritical in our own, own ways course. because we're not perfect mm-hmm. but I do think that there are so many you know people who call themselves Christians that live a totally different lifestyle yeah. and I think yep. it's confusing to other people like yeah. I know of a lot of people that are like I'm not religious I'm not I'm not into the faith and I'll ask why I'll be like you know why and it always goes goes back down to like church hurt or people that really misled them or showed them you know and so it's just like it's hard and I think too when we're asking questions I love that you kind of spoke to this but just like not compromising yeah Um, because when I look at our culture today I'm just like there's so many people that are just like constantly compromising you know their faith or their values or even like hanging around people that they shouldn't be hanging around like what was something that like for y'all was like has been so huge and just not compromising
1: first of all i'll say this it is being a christian and really living right is the hardest thing i've ever had to do Mm. if i'm being completely vulnerable and honest here Mm. my walk with god has been nothing it is not an easy ride Mm. and i am still learning every single day But yes, you really do have to live right. You cannot have one foot in and one foot Mm -hmm. out. And the conviction that I feel Mm -hmm. is like, whoa. And it's a good thing. I mean, you and I were talking about this last night. It's a beautiful thing. And Mm -hmm. I love what you say in your book. You don't feel shame. You Mm -hmm. repent it. You say Mm -hmm. it and you move on. That touched me in a way because I'm someone who lives with a lot of shame when I do wrong. I can't Mm -hmm. let it go. And I sit there and it's only going to keep you in chains, like you said in your book. And so, but yeah, you, it's really about living right and like doing right by God. Mm. And it's been such a walk with you yeah. and I yeah. every day we're learning and yeah. w- with our photos and in and, and our past and, and the sins and, mm. and that's why I give people grace because it, it is hard, especially when you didn't grow up as a Christian, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like learning yeah. and some that's things I'll do and I'll be like, oh, oh my gosh, like I, I did that, but I didn't know. I and didn't know. Yeah. It's just you, you just every day you just you try harder and harder and keep your eyes on God. And yeah.
0: yeah. I just want to speak to that really fast because yeah. I love that you mentioned yeah. that like it's it wasn't easy for you yeah. because mm-hmm. I think that is something that's unspoken that not a lot of people talk yeah. about. Because, yeah. you know, we, we see the other side of like following Jesus is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it is it is literally the best thing Truly. I've ever done in my life. Yeah. But anyone would be lying if this is not a difficult path. And, like, God never said it would be easy anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like,
3: what is the the verse that's like, pick up your cross and deny deny yourself yourself. and follow me?
0: It's literally we're in a spiritual battle. Our flesh and our spirits are at war with each other. It's Romans 7 of, like, why do I do the things I don't want to do? We do them over and over and over. I want to do the right thing, but I don't know how to. But, like, when you die to flesh, you abide in Jesus, and you allow the Holy Spirit he is the reason why we're able to do this like none of us could do this in our own strength absolutely There's absolutely no way in heck i could do this but literally through the grace of god and his holy spirit mm-hmm. that is why we can do this but mm-hmm. i like your vulnerability because yeah totally. not a lot of people hear that side of mm-hmm. like this is hard and it, it is, really is hard. hard maddie and i talk about this all yeah. the time we text each other all the time like maddie i'm like being so tempted i want to mm-hmm. go do this and she's like you better not yeah That's but she right. calls yeah. me out and she helps me yeah. because I mean, my flesh is like cave, 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 like yeah. c- c- compromise. And Same. friends and the Holy Spirit's like, nope, don't yeah. do it. Same, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, That's
2: why scripture says we do not have a high priest that cannot sympathize with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. For in all points, he was tempted, mm-hmm. though without sin, but he was tempted. He understands us. He has yeah. compassion for us. I think um, what really helps with the compromising of your values and your beliefs is knowing why you believe what you mm-hmm. believe. Because mm-hmm. yep. for a long time, I would... Really go back on the things that I thought I believed because I didn't understand why. I thought I couldn't do this and this and that because, you know, the Christian said that I can't and church mm-hmm. said that I can't. But it was until I realized that sin, the wages of sin are death. death yeah. mm. You, like, I, sin separates us from God. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. That's the problem. It's not because God thinks we're bad people and we're bad girls and we're bad this yeah. and we're th- whatever. It's because it separates us mm-hmm. from Him yeah. and, and we. Want to live a life that's as close to God as humanly yeah. right. possible so that when we get to heaven,
4: mm-hmm. we
2: can live the way that we're supposed to. But on earth, like we want to be close to Him. And every time I know what helps me is that when I do fall into sin, when mm. I do give into temptation, and I feel that shame and I feel that guilt and I feel that separation from God, that feels like hell. Mm-hmm. That's it what it feels mm-hmm. like. I. That just, it's its always a reminder. I am good about not having too much shame. Mm-hmm. I have a healthy, I have like, I have, I repent and I do what I need to do and I get right with God, but I don't let it fester because mm-hmm. all he wants is for me to come back into his presence. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to stay in that situation. I don't need to stay in that guilt because shame, all it does is hold you back and hold you down and shame will actually keep you in the dark yeah. and mm-hmm. it'll keep you sinning. A lot of people who are addicted to drugs or in bad situations, they never get out because they feel what's the point they have so much shame that it's like who am I to even think that I can mm-hmm. get out of this bad mm-hmm. situation and that's all the enemy speaking yeah. to you and keeping you there but that's why God says like I, I, I am the t- way the truth yeah. and the life and I will set you free yeah. Yeah. You that's know what so I mean? good I
3: heard this um, acronym for shame once and it stands for self hatred at my expense mm. yes. and I was like man that's so powerful because that's what it is yeah. but if you go even all the way back to the very beginning of time Genesis it's like what did the like how did it all start it all went down with a lie and a deception from the enemy yeah. which yeah. then gave birth to sin which then gave birth to shame yes. and you see this pattern of like it starts with a lie it starts with a temptation it starts with this deception hey there's good outside of god yeah. hey there's freedom in the world hey you can find your identity in worldly things yep. and it's like you fall for that lie you give in to sin and then it doesn't it doesn't lead to freedom it doesn't lead to god. liberation it doesn't lead to confidence it doesn't lead to identity or healthy relationships it only leads to shame it only only leads to hiding and covering up, and now this innocence has been stolen, and now you feel separated from God and people. Yeah, and I think that's why it, it is so important to talk about because, man, having like abiding in God's word and doing life in community will help you fight off that initial state when those lies come and those yeah. temptations come. Yeah. It's like you gotta be abiding in the word daily, like yes. not just like oh a church service on Sunday. It's like yeah. right. daily abiding, and I love like you're so passionate about abide, like your abide tribe, yeah. abiding. Yeah. Yeah, like you that. got to be <laughs> abiding because as john fifteen five talks about like if you remain in me like if if you apart from me you can do nothing but like in me like you can bear fruit like yeah. you can do all right. things and it's like you're only gonna find what you're looking for in him truly
0: yeah. well the thing i think the harsh reality is like there's literally a fight for our souls mm-hmm. yeah. every single day yeah. in the spiritual realm we don't see it we may not feel it but like we scroll on Instagram or TikTok and, like, we're getting Open fed doors. so many things. Yeah. We're getting totally. fed lies and be this way, act this way, talk this way, dress this way, do this, cuss this, watch this music. Yep. Like, we're feeding all these things, our, these images, these videos, these lyrics, yeah. and it's affecting our spirits whether so, we want yeah. to admit yeah. it or not. I think so many people, they're like... No, I just listen to the rhythm. I just like the beat. Yeah. And I'm like, no, girl, no. you're putting messages in yeah. your brain. yeah And there's a fight for us. And that's why it's like, it is so important to put on the armor of God, Ephesians mm-hmm. 6, every mm-hmm. day. Every because day. Yeah. This is a battle. And we, and I'm not trying to scare people, but like, we look what's happening in the world. Like, this is getting real. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus is coming back. He's coming back revelation. from his bride. Yeah. We're living in revelation. We're re- living out the Bible. And like, We can't know how to armor up, how to fight back, how to stand up for truth. If we don't know where is the truth, how do we fight back? What is the armor of God? Like, the Bible is everything. It is so so pivotal in this moment because – like, Jesus is coming back. Totally. And, like, well, we've got
1: to be yeah. ready for We've got to be armored you know? up. And the totally. enemy is real. And I no. knew nothing about the enemy before I met Angela. I knew nothing about rebuking the enemy, yeah. you know? And I, w- I dealt with such severe depression. I truly didn't think I was ever going to come out of it. Yeah. And I can tell you that I have a peace in my heart that mm. I can't even explain because yeah. I wear the word of God every mm-hmm. day and I rebuke the enemy. And when I get those really bad intrusive thoughts i i know what to do now now Mm -hmm. that i know that the enemy doesn't have power over us and it's important to know that it's important
2: to know that he doesn't have power but scripture does say that we have an enemy the Mm -hmm. devil and he prowls around like a roaring Roaring lying looking for who he could devour and so stand Mm -hmm. firm in the faith because we have brothers all around us going through the same thing that we are it's real it's all the time and we churches a lot of churches in LA, for example, you guys—you've been to some. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of them that um, deny the supernatural for mm. some reason. And yes, that's a thing. It is, I it is, it. and I a think that it's because I don't know. Maybe it's easier to digest. I don't know, but I'm really passionate about bringing the supernatural back into church because we have, su- we are spiritual beings, mm-hmm. and we all have such an inclination towards the spiritual. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why there's the rise of New Age. and totally. Tarot cards. So everyone's yeah. Angry for it. Of course, our bodies. We are were made for eternity. For we are yeah. made yeah, for eternity and so by the church denying it they're denying jesus Absolutely. they're denying the gospel if the spirit of god raised jesus from the dead w- that, and that spirit lives within us mm-hmm. like we're pretty spiritual you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. better not ignore it because yeah. there's a whole spiritual realm a yeah. battle happening
3: totally fighting over your souls and i love exactly. that you spoke to that um second peter verse of like the enemy prowling around like a roaring lion but i love that it says looking for someone mm-hmm. it doesn't say some group or some friendship, or yeah. Some yeah. it's says someone, mm. and I think that's why isolation is dangerous, yes. like, even taking it, again, back to Genesis, how did the enemy come after Eve, like, when she was alone, yes. when she was by herself, that's and right. I think that's why it is so, so, so important to do life with godly community, do yeah. life with people, Absolutely. because, man, it is, like, the enemy is afraid to come after you when you're in a pack, like, when, yeah. you, when you have your people, like, it, you got you got more protection around you yeah. but it's it's dangerous to be trying to fight you know in the spiritual realm by yourself yeah, yeah.
0: he's so Absolutely. sneaky yeah. he's, he's so sneaky he's so deceitful he always gives a half truth or mm-hmm. a compromise or a little lie or a little like yep. just try this or don't you don't you want to go back to that or don't you remember when that was really fun and I, I remember like in my story like i'm just relating to yours of like i think you mentioned this earlier how you um, you thought like the church was just trying to like put all these rules on yeah. you in religion and it's just so crazy because like when I I mean I grew up Christian and I kind of like did my own thing for a good bit there and I look back to that and I'm like was I even happy mm-hmm. like how how yeah. was I actually I was miserable yeah I had, like eating disorders yeah. I was very unhealthy I was sad I was I mean all the things that you guys mentioned and I'm like that was me like being a quote-unquote Christian like mm-hmm. I would profess Christ online behind the scenes did not act like it at all And I look and I'm like, I was not happy. I was Mm -hmm. not joyful. I did not like myself. The enemy constantly was like working in my life and I allowed him. And like what you were saying in the Bible verse, like, The enemy prowls around like a lion, but also, like, we have the power to shut the door. That's Mm -hmm. right. Like, what doors are we leaving open that allows him to prowl around? Because we have the power to say no in Jesus' name, or we can say, yes, enemy, come on in, do whatever you want. And that's why it's, again, it's so important of Mm -hmm. what are we consuming? What doors are we leaving open? How are we allowing him to prowl around? And
1: I love what you said about this. it, It. You open doors in social media with your music. Like where you're surrounding yourself with. In nightclubs, like you're opening that door to the enemy. And I never knew that before.
2: I, I will say music is something that I... Only this year, really, really, uh, the Lord was speaking to I remember, so I went to a conference last year. And it was the first time that I really ever, not the first time, but it was the first time that I had like an unbearable conviction that I could not get over. I leave the car. Co- it's two-day conference. I'm there all day. I am so on fire for Jesus. <laughs> I have the Spirit of God living through me. And I get into the car, and, I tur- and it just like turns on the radio. A Cardi B song comes on. I, my, I go, oh, my God. Like, my spirit, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. I was so sensitive yeah. to just a second well, of it. Totally. I barely heard it. Yeah. And then I had another moment um, a couple months later where I was driving in the car, and I was, back then, I would be like, all right, I'm going to do half worship, half rap. We did Whatever that. Yeah. yeah, I, I tried I that, love, too. Yeah, I love rap Yeah. yeah. Like,
3: I'm like, Drake and Elevation. <laughs> we I, got I, it, God. He know, he's like, Malone. no. <laughs> no
2: <laughs> and i was like and i had a moment where i was listening to some hip-hop i don't know what it was but i was driving and i heard god be like turn it off
3: mm.
2: and i was like no 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 and i'm like trying to ignore it and i would mm, always totally do that i would yep. try to ignore yeah. it because i just wanted to listen to the music and then he's like turn it off and i'm like okay i put on a worship song and i hear him go turn it all off mm. silence and i'm like okay so i turn off the music and all i hear is this is going to be the death of you. Mm. You can sit here all day long praying, reading the Bible, doing all that you do. And the second you get in the car and you turn this music off on, it all goes out the window. And wow. you're it's just, it's all gone. You're, you're filling yourself up with me and then immediately filling yourself up with this garbage. Mm. Mm. That's so convicting. And That's so good. Seriously. And then I, and then. From that moment on I really tried it. Now I can honestly say I barely ever listened. Yeah, to same. same. Yeah. I, can't. I, I can't. can't.
3: Ev- I can't even I can't even listen like to it. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah.
2: Do you know what I, I noticed after having all these convictions that every time I would listen to hip hop, I would feel provocative within mm. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like You're more I like
0: lustful and, yes, more and like
2: just like yeah, you can cuss see cuss more. It, exactly. Yeah. I can see it in my eyes. I can see the way in which I'm moving. Mm. Like it's so subtle and you would never mm-hmm. think but it's Man. so real. I was just gonna
0: say, like, even though like music it's so subtle what the enemy does with music, but now music is so blatantly in your face. Yeah. yeah. Satan. Oh, absolutely! I'm like, when did this? The like, music videos—they're like Smith, Doja Sam King. Smith, like, Don't even get me started with what? Sam Smith. <gasps> we can talk about that on yeah, your yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay. not, yeah. We'll talk I'm like, about he's that. not it's hiding it's anymore. Like, they're no. literally glorifying it, glamorizing it. I'm like, and, oh, and everything. People think it's funny. I'm like, Satan is not funny yeah like, hell is not funny this is
2: i always say this if nothing else what does satan represent darkness evil bad murder Minder, lies Charles he's god. an accuser so, and so we're, we're putting this evil up on the stage and what message are you putting out like if nothing else if it's yeah. not even spiritual what is the message like, do you, you're you feel better out?
0: after listening to that like do we genuinely feel it's better do you do you look at that and you're like oh my god i feel like a better person yeah now. probably not yeah <laughs> no. Okay, well, I guess we're okay. gonna, <laughs> we're, we've been chit-chatting like <laughs> we, <laughs> we've been on a roll. We can talk for <laughs> hours. hours. I love it. This is so fun. I love you guys so much. I love
2: you guys so, so much. Literally,
0: same. This is amazing. Um, I love this conversation. So, you guys, check out now their podcast. Their podcast is coming out on the 27th. Yes, yeah, so it's gonna yeah. be a couple of so days. So, just after wait here. a little bit. We also wanna say thank you to Hello Studios for hosting yeah. us at their yes, studio. Thank you. Um, they did all this for us. So shout, shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. If you guys come to Dallas and need a podcast studio, check them out. And uh, now check out their part two yes. on Girls Gone Woo! Bible. And
2: get Maddie's book. While get we're Maddie's in. book, <laughs> yes. And
0: we just pray genuinely this podcast yeah. is a blessing mm-hmm. to you. Like, we literally got on our hands and knees before this and prayed because beautiful. we want to cover it because yeah. we know that people may look at us and be like, oh, they're so weird or, like, whatever. They're, they're Jesus but, freaks, but whatever. Yeah, call me Jesus freak. I don't freaking care. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if it's I such freak, care. let's go, <laughs> baby. <laughs> So thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys again next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on Instagram. Follow all of us and DM us. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So we pray as blessed as you. And thank you guys for joining me on my podcast. We love you love guys. love you. Stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys.